I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the We Awakening podcast. Beneath the global crises we are facing, something truly extraordinary is happening on Earth. Planetary consciousness is shifting as humankind sheds its belief in separateness and awakens to the truth of interexistence. In this podcast, we explore this awakening into unitive consciousness that will give rise to a new world, and we celebrate the luminous web that connects us all. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week, I am sharing a talk that I gave uh, this past Sunday at Unity Church in Albany, New York. I gave the talk virtually. I was here in Philadelphia, but um, they live-streamed my talk to them. And I wanted to share this with you because it's sort of a sequel to the podcast I did a couple weeks ago entitled, When Christ Consciousness Meets the Cross. And this talk that I gave was called Crossover. So I hope you enjoy it. Well, I would like to start off my message by sharing a little bit of personal story. And I know a lot of you have read my book, and so you know a lot about my journey. But what I want to talk about today, um, a lot of it is not, it, it's sort of post that period of my life. And I was inspired last week by Reverend Bridget's vulnerability when she talked about how she recognized that that cross mentality, that cross consciousness, that that egoic mind of judgment, how that, you know, she she experienced and shared how she experiences that as being active. And what I want to first talk about is some years back, I was feeling like I was caught between two worlds. One was the world of the awakened state or Christ consciousness that I had experienced in a very profound awakening in which I knew myself as love. I knew myself to be completely in love. And it was a very joyous and beautiful experience. And after that, I kind of fell back asleep. And I know that so many of us can relate to this because we're in this moment globally when we're between these states of consciousness. We've been in this egoic mind for so long, this mind of separation. And, and <laughs> there's an awakening happening. So we have these moments in which we experience that unitive consciousness. We experience that oneness. We know ourselves to be one with love, to be one with the divine, to be one with all of life. So we have these beautiful experiences, and we also continue to have these egoic experiences where we feel that that anger or that judgment or, you know, the, the attack kind of energy. So we're in this moment in which both of these energies or both of these consciousnesses are sort of playing out. And I had experienced that beautiful, beautiful state of oneness. And having experienced it, I knew when I wasn't in it, what I was missing. And so when I was experiencing this other state, this, this state of feeling cut off, feeling isolated, it was almost more excruciating because I had experienced that oneness. 
And so some years back, I was, I was finding myself between these two worlds. And it was as though, it was as though I was standing on a bridge between these two worlds. I knew what they both were. And I wanted to get across the bridge to that beautiful experience of Christ consciousness that I knew and that I had experienced off and on. So I'm, I'm feeling stuck on this bridge. And one day I went to a friend's house and she and I were meditating. And during our time of meditation, I was just aware of this feeling of being stuck between these worlds. And as we came out of meditation, I heard these two words, crossover. And my initial response was, well, duh, <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do? I'm trying to cross over. I'm trying to cross this bridge between these consciousnesses. I'm trying to get there. And isn't that the question that we are all wrestling with? How do we cross over? How do we move out of this consciousness of separateness and fear that is so active in our world. How do we move out of that? How do we cross over to that world of the resurrection, to that world of knowing the essence of who we are, to know our Christ selves, our divine selves? How, how do we cross over? And the moment that I heard those words cross over, my initial response was, well, duh, yeah. But I immediately knew that what it was really saying to me was, the cross is over. Let it be over. Cross over. And in that moment, I was taken back to, to a dream. And I know those of you who have read my book, you know this, this dream. It, it appears at the end of my book. And it's interesting because I had this dream right before I started working on my book. Um, and this dream takes me back to Israel, which is a place that I had actually visited in my waking life. And in this dream, I am back in Israel, and I am aware, I'm made aware, that this return trip to Israel, this return visit, will be the way Beyond Jesus will end. And Beyond Jesus is the title of the book that was given me. So I'm in Israel, and I'm aware that this return visit is the way Beyond Jesus will end. And in this dream, I am looking down on a lake where there are two rivers that flow into the lake from either shore. And I'm sort of simultaneously above the lake so I can look down at the land and I can see the topography. I can see these two rivers flowing in. And I'm simultaneously on the shore, one of the shores of this lake next to one of these rivers. And I'm aware that where I'm standing on the shore of the lake is the place where Jesus was crucified. And I know that because I can feel 
the energetic residue of that event. And I can feel how final that event was. And then I'm immediately transported to the other shore where the other river flows into the lake. And it flows through a sort of catacomb kind of area before it empties into the lake. And I see there a woman who is dressed in a white gown. And I know that she has just undergone some sort of profound experience in the midst of a ceremony or a ritual that she took part in. And I, I want her to tell me about it, and she's reluctant to speak about it. But finally, I persuade her. And she tells me that during this ceremony, Jesus streaked through and others saw him as well. And I know that she uses the word streaked intentionally. And in that moment, I see this, this figure run past naked, not fully in the material world, sort of ephemeral. And then the dream tells me that Jesus was the guru who was assigned to me by the circumstances of my birth. And I'm shown a woman in India praying with her prayer beads. And I am told that just as this woman was assigned a guru by the circumstances of her birth, so was I. And then before me is this face with these dark, penetrating eyes that are looking directly into mine. And I know that these are the eyes of Jesus. Well, that dream was, uh, it was a turning point for me in my relationship with, with Jesus, with, you know, the whole Christian tradition, which I at that point was feeling fairly alienated from. But the thing that I want to speak about today is, and I wish I could take you all into this dream with me so you could feel the energy of it. Because the thing that I experienced most profoundly on that shore where the crucifixion happened was its finality. Its finality. That Jesus was crucified. He died. And it was final. And that finality is what came back to me when I heard this message cross over, that it's over. Let it be over. But of course, there's more to the story than that, as we know. That in the world of form, this person known as Jesus died, but only in the world of form. That in ultimate reality, our essence lives on. And so when this Christ consciousness that he embodied met that cross, it was more than his body that died. The cross died. The power of the cross died. Because that egoic mind of judgment and separateness and condemnation and violence had been met by the power of love, and in that meeting, the cross was surrendered and exposed as powerless and empty. 
So how do we cross over? When I had that experience coming out of that meditation, I realized that it was my own self-judgment that was keeping me stuck between worlds. You see, I was judging myself for not being able to stay awake in that awakened consciousness. I knew what it was, and I thought that I should be there, and I wasn't always there, and I was judging, I was condemning myself because of that. And it was my own self-judgment that was keeping the cross alive in my mind. And I think of all the ways that we keep the cross alive. We cling to the old rugged cross. And we don't have to, because everything is met with love. Everything, even our cross-mindedness, is held in love. Nothing is judged. And that is what allows us to cross over. There's another dream that I had some years after that. And in this dream, I'm transported into the future. And I'm looking around, and I see a thriving earth. And I see a world at peace. And in this dream, I am elated because I'm thinking, we did it. We did it. We humans, we did it. We made this shift of consciousness. We did it. And... And as I'm walking around, I see this, this circle of children sitting on the ground. And with them is a woman who is apparently their teacher. And she's dressed in this really interesting garb. It, it looks sort of, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it conveys both wisdom and like this, this groundedness, this solidity, this it has sort of like a, a traditional kind of field feel like, think like African garb, like that kind of like groundedness in the earth. And the children are reading passages that they have written. And one of the small boys reads something that he wrote that implies judgment. And the teacher gently tells him that in Udemy, and Udemy is the name of this land, that in Udemy, there is no judgment. And she doesn't say that as we don't do judgment because judgment is bad. She says it. There is no judgment. It doesn't exist. And as I worked on that dream and I thought about Udemy, the name Udemy, E-U-D-O-M-Y. And E-U, the prefix means true or good. And D-O-M, as in kingdom, refers to an area of jurisdiction. So this land of Udemy, this place where goodness and truth have jurisdiction, in this place, this land of Udemy, 
there is no judgment. And what strikes me is that in eudemy, it's not that the idea of judgment doesn't arise, just as the idea of judgment arose in this little boy and he wrote about it. It, it, it isn't that it doesn't arise, but that it is seen as inconsequential, as illusory, as non-existent. It isn't judged because judgment doesn't exist. And of course, eudemy, just as the shore of the resurrection, is not a place. It is a state of consciousness. It is that state within ourselves in which we truly know who and what we are. And from that state of consciousness, from that inner land of eudemy, arises a thriving earth and a peaceful world. So may we all cross over.